It is October 20th, 2019, and welcome to another Brooklyn Baritone podcast. Self-made man, self-made woman. Are you any of those things? You self-made it. You pull yourself up by your bootstraps and just get yourself to exactly where you need to be. And then you have no one else to credit for what you did and what you've accomplished. Because if you do believe that, you're fooling yourself. No one is a self-made man or a self-made woman. I'm not going to knock down anyone's achievements or success or anything that they may have accomplished. People definitely have vision. People definitely have the consistency and the persistence to keep working on themselves and to keep making things happen and to keep forcing opportunities for themselves and to force their way to make things go the way they see to go. Business-wise, home-wise, self-development, whatever the case is. But best believe it did not happen on your own. No one here constructed themselves from nothing but molecules and made themselves and made themselves look the way they look, gave themselves the kind of height and weight and the voice and everything and the kind of talent needed. That came from higher than all of us. That came from our creator Elohim to begin with. At the same time, your looks, your personality, your traits, you have to thank your parents for that. So whenever anyone sees someone attractive, yes, they are attractive. And hopefully they did a good job in upkeeping their own uh, uh, looks and everything. But their parents are the ones where it came from. Most people, many people will think of, okay, they're stunning looking or they have a great mind or they have great physical abilities. Who are their parents? So we want to see at least, you know, one to maybe two steps back of where they got their traits from. So that's one part of needing other people to be who you are, all right? You're the creator, and then you look at your parents, grandparents, great-great-grandparents, aunts, uncles, whatever. You are comprised of people putting in resources to make you. Now, Brooklyn Baritone. For now, it's like a one-man show that you're probably seeing. But I'm not self-made. Even the concept of Brooklyn Baritone came from Years of experience with my good best friend, Michael Hurdle. You can check out his show, michaelhurdle.com. He does all types of great vlogging, reviews, tutorials, video production, does it all. We basically started off doing another show, another ventures, because we just wanted to, um, doing video game reviews. And it kind of took off a little bit more than we, than we expected and we thought. You know, but that's what introduced me more to kind of break out of my shell. Because I know I like talking, but I never had a proper platform to do it. And that was one way to do it. it didn't happen on my own. It happened with someone else already working on something that they were ha- had a venture on. And then fast forward, the name itself, Brooklyn Baritone. That was brainstorming between myself and Mrs. Baritone. when We came up with that name all together. No, I don't sing. Some people think I could sing good, but I'm not really venturing towards singing but the name represents the tone of voice that i have and then also where i'm from perfect fit 
then of course you know i brainstorm ideas for my brand for the t-shirts you see me rocking the hats uh and whatever gear you see me have or you know on this podcast or anything else that i may do so just the beginning parts I can't say I'm self-made. I may have had the vision and the drive and some persistence to, you know, make a website for a specific reason and evolve and develop that website and then add content and create content. But it's not just all me. You know, I would be very vain, very vain and prideful if I ever said I'm self-made. Maybe a one-man show for now, but there are other entities involved. Right now, I'm in this studio, even though this day and age, you can get a lot of different equipment to make what you want to happen, you know, if you're in production. It's not like it was 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago where you had to be in that industry and you had to have the hookup and you also had to have the money to get really good equipment. You know, I have really good cameras here, very good computer for my mobile laptop. I'd rather have it mobile, very good uh, audio recording equipment. You know, but again, it's compared to the price, you know, things are much easier. Anyways, don't want to get off track too much. Um, I'm in the studio here, downtown Brooklyn, the brick. This is basically production level. So I didn't have the money where I just, you know, sat there and has made money because no one can say that they're a self-made millionaire. Like if they sat down and when they sweat, dollar bills and coins came out and they produced it themselves. No, they had to go find resources and stuff to make it happen. Yes, you pursue it yourself, but you have to have other people and other resources helping you out. I'm going to use a very, very famous example of someone who impacts everyone still to this day. He's sleeping in peace right now. The person I'm talking about is Steve Jobs, right? Everyone will always credit Steve Jobs as making Apple a household name, so many products, so much innovation. Of course, we can see the successes, but, you know, as I said uh, in a past podcast, you want something to happen, you want to make that omelet, you're going to have to break some eggs to see if they're worth it. There's a lot of failures too, but those failures, you learn from them. You don't just flop, even though people may mock you. He even got pushed out of his own company. And some people may have laughed at certain things he had done or just didn't support it, but he still persisted. He had his vision and was able to resonate and bring people along with him. But at the same time, people helped him along. So he's not a self-made millionaire, a self-made man. He had these things, but he also had help along the way to help develop him. He had exactly what Elohim, our creator, put in him at that talent he had, and he maximized it. Now, Start off Steve Jobs, just doing a very short, abbreviated uh, version of his, his life. He was adopted, and he was adopted by a machinist, someone who's basically in the engineering field, dealing with uh, electrical and mainly mechanical components, but both kind of electromechanical engineering field. That, of course, is going to deal with a lot of electronics, moving parts, computerized parts, all that stuff. And I would say this helped out where he got off at, where he started that fire. Because people are, people have things, certain things in them. It's all about whether it is developed or not. You can have the right type of mindset, but if it's not nurtured, if it's not supported the way that it needs to be, you may never get there or it'll take much longer or you may not make the, the same impact that you could have made. 
So this is a very, very grounding foundation that he had based on the person who adopted him did this kind of work that's very, very related to what Apple does. Machines is technology. You deal with technologies. Apple is about technology. Now, he had this in him. He could have been adopted by someone else and could have went a totally different route. We never know. But this this helped him out greatly. Foundation, based on his adoptive parents. In high school, he contacted Hewlett-Packard. So now, you know, he had a drive to deal with uh, gadgets and electronics, especially based on the um, access he had to his adopted parent, who was a machinist. He's in high school now, developed it. He keeps at it right now, so it's being consistent. It's being molded. He contacted Hewlett-Packard for parts for a summer project he did. Okay, So he had the drive, but he also had the resources. Hard work will always beat talent when talent don't work hard. So Hewlett-Packard, they gave it to him and were impressed with, hey, this guy, he's, he's up on it. This young guy's up on it. They offered him a summer internship to work at Hewlett-Packard, a, a major, still a well-known technology and computer and uh, um, automated automation providing system com- company. Printers, computers, all that stuff. They had phones and everything back in the day. Okay. So they were on a come up and they were big back then. So he was able to get help from Hewlett Packard. Didn't just do it on his own. He got those parts for that summer project and that segued into him working for a major technology firm. He entered at Hewlett Packard, and that's where he met his future partner, Steve Wozniak. Steve Wozniak is another person who's accredited to launching Apple. So now you see all these steps, all these steps that are coming into play. And he's having this vision and he's being persistent of what he wants to do. He's developing himself. The more he develops himself, the more fine-tuned his vision is. So Later on, we fast forward, he set up shop in his parents' garage. Him and Steve Wozniak went to set up shop so they could work on their product. That's where they first kicked off the company name Apple and their first legit Apple product. So we see that, as I said before, his machinist adopted parent that laid some groundwork. It wasn't all him. He had that influence. Then he went to high school, contacted Hewlett Packard, a company that was already established. They helped him out. Helped him, gave him that push and feed the machine, feed the need to go forward. He went forward into an internship with Hewlett Packard with, and he found and he came across his future partner, Steve Wozniak. Now, I'm pretty sure that they had no idea that they would have been a world, a globally recognized billion-dollar company. What they did, they worked on themselves, but he was not self-made. He had help along the way, and he also had resources made available to him because of other people and entities. This is what I'm talking about today. <laughs> I should have talked about the first, the first thing in this podcast is teamworks. Teamworks. You have individuals who have the vision. They have the energy. They have the the necessary skill set to um, organize, to lead, to be able to do some things really good, 
that make them a dependable entity, but they all can't do it on their own. No one can do things on your own. As you can see, I just went through a step-by-step little history of Steve Jobs. You know, many, many people still remember Apple for being Steve Jobs, but it wasn't just him who just decided one day, I'm going to make a company and just make a few, few computers and then mobile devices and bam, that was it. No, it, it was a long way with a lot of people pitching in. You know, so there's a lot of people in between that that helped him out, that encouraged him. Teachers, other parents, friends, colleagues, all types of people helped pitch in and build him up to stare him in the way that he went to, to make Apple what it is. I just use that as an example of it's not just, even though we, we accredit one man usually, it's not just about that one person. He may have been the most famous and be the one who's more identifiable, but if he was alive today, he would definitely tell you that it wasn't all him. He definitely had a lot of help. Right? So, as I was saying before, we all have something in us that we're meant to do and to be great at. That only we can do the way that we can do it. You could be a good orator or a narrator or voiceover um, um, specialist. And... You could probably beat yourself up because you may hear of people who actually went that same path and you may want to emulate that or they're like, wow, their voice has so much pop. They're so articulate. They are so fluid in what they say and do. That's cool. Use them as pointers, but don't emulate them to the point where you're copying someone. You are you. You are you. You will always be you. Think of anyone else out in the world, really famous or even not, who who's really good at talking. They may have had influences, but they do it their own way. They have their own seasoning with it. There's only one James Brown. If you do what you do really good and consistent at it and you're genuine, you will influence people. You will resonate with people. You know, uh, when you look at that, you know, not side, I don't want to sidetrack too much, but thinking about it, we have like, you know, a wrestler for when television just started to come out and people started buying it and put it in their living rooms. They had a wrestling back then. There's one wrestler called Gorgeous George. He was flamboyant and over the top. And his style was so charismatic and is so polarizing. He even affected people that, that had nothing to do with wrestling. They were involved with entertainment. Gorgeous George influenced James Brown to a certain degree. Gorgeous George influenced Muhammad Ali to a certain degree. And I'm very certain he influenced many other people to a degree. People saw him. They saw him on television. That was a stage in the forum. He affected people. So if you're really good at what you do and you're consistent and persistent at it, you will help others develop something in them. They, they may look at you, have pointers, emulate you to a certain degree, but you resonate and you affect everyone. If you are putting in your best effort now by you being part of a team because we're all supposed to be part of a team there's no i in team as people many many people say all the time you can help other people develop their vision people can help you develop your vision now i understand people could be at a point where they're frustrated because they don't have anyone that doesn't have the same tenacity as them that doesn't have the same vision as them that may not have the same persistence to wake up early and go to bed late to do certain things those people may have just don't have the understanding of who they are and what they are and what they're capable of doing 
They may be at a certain point in their life and their path that they're not there yet to match you. They could be at a certain point in their life where they're past where you're at and they're looking at other things. But you have to always gauge people around you. It always goes back to humility and having empathy and sympathy for people. Not to feel sorry for them, but to understand where people are. To look at people for their strengths and for their weaknesses all around. So you know how they could fit with you and how you could fit with them. You have to understand where people are great at, utilize them for that. And whether we get either help them or just help manage their strengths by not exploiting their own weaknesses. It's it's always going to go back to how you view people, how you value yourself and then other people. It's always going to come back to that. Can no one. No one out there can do any and everything by themselves. People who are out there, they can do a lot, but it's not meant for you. It's not meant for you to do that. Your body is basically one unit, highly sophisticated. As much as we get up every morning and take it for granted, this is probably the most sophisticated piece of technology. Yes, it was designed, it was created for us. Because we wake up every day and use it, we abuse it, don't eat right. We're not exercising. We're putting the wrong things into our bodies physically, mentally, wrong kind of music, wrong kind of atmosphere. We don't treat it right. And a lot of people take it for granted. Most people don't take their bodies for granted where either A, they just that humble and they're grateful for it and try to utilize it and and keep their bodies in tip top shape and keep their mind in tip top shape and spiritually tip top shape. Or you could have been injured and now, you know, your arm's broken. You can't do as much as you can. Now you realize, man. I just realized I can't really, you know, do what I want to do. I kind of miss it. Or you're on crutches. You're like, I can't, I can't run down the street. I can't walk down the stairs the way I want to. You know, a lot of times, many of us wait until we don't have that functionality anymore to have that appreciation. I try to be appreciative every day because I know this is my body. Yes, it's on loan. And there are many different complex systems that make this body up. So it's like a teamwork within itself. You got to, you know, make sure you're breathing properly so you're getting good air and the air now is taken into the bloodstream. The blood takes all the good oxygen to the, all the body parts because you need oxygen for your body parts to move properly and it expels all the, all the wasted oxygen is carbon dioxide. Put in the right proper foods in you. Um, you know, you got to make sure you're not putting too much toxins so your kidneys and your liver isn't over overworked and you're going to have some problems. Not too much sugar, you're going to have some problems. Too much salt, too much problems. Too much stress, you're going to have problems. Don't have enough exercise, you will get problems in the long run. You know, eat the right things, your body will have its own natural ability to heal itself. But all of these systems come together. They work off of each other and work with each other to keep it going, to keep you going. You are the captain at the helm. You have to steer your body right, your mind right, and your spirit right. Same thing with a car. Many of us take it for granted. This is when a jump and turn the ignition, the key and step on the gas. And then the car breaks down. We're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened. Well, you have to pay attention to what's going on. You may have to pay attention to your maintenance schedule. You have to do these things. Your car's going to break down. Not if, but when. Pay attention to when your tires are getting too bald and too low. So you don't go skidding all over the road or get a blowout. 
Change that oil so your engine can get properly lubricated and help have heat be removed from it because you have old oil in there. It's not going to do its job properly. Make sure you have gas in the tank all the time as much as possible. Don't want to keep running it down all the way empty because a lot of sediment will get into the gas pump. And then that's, guess what? The gas line, the gas pump is going to have to get changed out. So these are systems that you have to have respect for and keep moving at an optimal level to keep the whole thing going. No one thing is going to do it. It's different systems in our bodies, in our cars, in our homes, in governments, in corporations, everywhere. It's not just one entity. It's many entities. This is what is part of the laws of what we need to follow. It's not just us. This self-made man and self-made woman and self-made millionaire concept is nonsense. It's something that was developed more and more and adopted to keep people separated as opposed to having a mindset to be your best to help other people be their best. Now, you can have all the good intentions, too, as well, and want to help people, but you got to make sure you are in good condition to help someone. Don't break your own back trying to help someone. Your heart's there, but you got to make sure everything is good and solid before you take on any other type of strain or load. You have to make sure that teamwork makes the dream work. Organization or a team is as strong as its weakest link. You have to make sure everyone is doing their best. Yes, you can, there's some compromises, some push and pull. You may have to make up for sometimes, but you know, if one part keeps failing, everything is going to fail little by little. It's going to lag behind. You can definitely be a person of vision and accomplish many good things. Just remember and be humble and remember that you cannot do this alone. You can't do it alone. Maybe a one-man show again, as I said before. For now, I'm like a one-man show, but utilizing Brick Studios. Yeah, I could have recorded in a whole lot of places, but they're making it happen for me. I don't go home and sit down in front of a sewing machine and make this myself. And then if, if even if I did do that, I'm not growing the, the silk needed or the cotton needed or I'm not developing the um, synthetic threads to make my own clothes. All right. So when you break it down, even to the most minuscule detail, you have to realize you can't do everything yourself because in the industry, too, with um, companies and everything. People instill ITIL and project management. That's the science of breaking down teamwork, looking at your resources and your man hours and dedicating those resources and man hours to make sure you get things done the way they need to be done. And it's very coveted, it's highly used, and it's a very, very uh, well-demanded system to follow because usually every hour, every second is accounted for usually, every minute, Every piece of like every piece of every unit of electricity is accounted for. So you make sure you have your team in place and they are doing what they need to do so everything could get done. It's all about teamwork. It's not I work, it's teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. We're all in here together. It's that communal mindset. Kind of got to get out of it of like, you know, yeah, be in the rat race. We all have to make that money. Yes, I'm not saying to not do that, but don't. Get selfish where you shut everything and everyone out. And don't you ever dare think that you did everything by yourself because 
If you do and when you do that, that fall is going to be so hard. You're going to make life so hard for you, you're going to burn bridges that you need bridges for. No man is an island. You may think so. You may justify it in your head. No man is an island. You need help. Everyone needs help and people need your help. Don't be stingy. Teamwork makes the dream work. Anyways, that's all I got. I hope that this message reached you properly. Always make sure you check out my website at www.brooklynbaritone.com. Check out and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Brooklyn Baritone, Larry Ashley. I am also on Instagram and Facebook. I'm also on Google Play and the Apple's I Apple iTunes Store. Thanks, Anyways. Take care, everybody. Love you all. Walk good. Stay blessed.